do so. But then, of course, with hundreds of engineers, you have to have a more formal structure that Pierre Vacher is our technical director. He heads that up. So the, the principal functions report into him, which will be very different to the Aston Martin structure, where the technical director doesn't have the reports of the performance director and the engineering director. So, you know, Dan, in his function as technical director, I believe will have aerodynamics and a bit of chassis layout, whereas the technical director in, you know, Red Bull Racing, for example, in Pierre's role, he has the responsibility of all of those functions. So every team is cut differently. And of course, every organization evolves and continues to evolve over time. Let's talk drivers next. Who's been the most important driver in Red Bull's journey? There's been three. I would say David in the early days because he, for me, was a, you know, he'd driven for the big teams. He'd driven for Williams. He'd driven for McLaren. When he came to us, he, you know, he put in some fantastic performances, but he was a, a great barometer and sounding board for me to bounce ideas off and just to say, how did this compare to what you're used to? And so he was, you know, he played a key role in the early days of Red Bull Racing and is still an ambassador and involved in the team, you know, 17 years later. Do you still bounce ideas off yeah. him? Yeah, he's, you know, he's got a lot of experience. He's very good with the drivers. He understands the drivers' emotions and, and hardships and what they have to go through. So, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a great sounding board in terms of just dealing with drivers. Sebastian, obviously, was the, was the next one with the success that he achieved and the level that he managed to, you know, to hit was, was phenomenal. When was he at his peak? 2013. Nine races, wins in a row. You've done it in style. Fantastic. You're a four-time world champion. Brilliant, brilliant drive. You joined the greats. Well done. Unbelievable, guys. You did it! Yes! Yes! What was it about that car? I think he just worked it out. I think he worked the tyre out. He worked out how to get the most out of corner entry, corner exit, particularly in the slow speed stuff. High speed, Mark got him covered. Yeah, Mark was braver in the high speed, but Seb was smarter in the low speed and just managed to work out these complicated Pirelli tyres and, and what the car needed. He was very smart at that and he applied himself incredibly well. And I think in the environment we gave him, he felt loved and you know he felt he got the backing of the team and we were able to get, get the most out of him. Before we move on from Vettel, two races I wanted to ask you about. Yep. Multi-21, Malaysia 2013. What's the backstory to that? Um, Seb overtakes Mark. Mark's unhappy. Yeah. Seb wins the race. But what was the backstory? Well, the backstory to it, well, well, there was a bit of a backstory, was that we'd been hammered in Australia the race before. I think Kimi had won the race in the Lotus and the Pirellis had been like cheese in the race that they, you had to look after them so cautiously. And so we were very concerned about burning out the tyres. And so, therefore, we had discussed that about not putting ourselves under pressure as a team, therefore not allowing the drivers to slug it out with each other and look after the car. It was race two, look after the car, bring them home. And what had happened was Seb had misjudged the crossover from wet to dry and come in too early, a lap too early, and Mark had got it spot on. And so track position had been reversed, but Seb had one new set of tyres left available to him at the end. 
So after the final pit stop, and I think it was a three stop race. I mean, it was a busy old race. It was right, right, okay, hold stations. This is now about bringing it. We, we were running one, two, is just get the cars to the finish. We don't want to see a victory slip through our hands. But wind the clock back four months back to Brazil, the decider of the 2012 championship, Sebastian had felt that Mark hadn't played team with him in that championship and had compromised him on the rundown to turn one, which resulted in him getting turned round and hit by Bruno Senna. And, you know, after a phenomenal comeback drive, he managed to win the world championship. But that was stuck in his mind. And I think we all felt, you know, Mark might could have done a bit more on that day. I think Mark today probably admitted, but, you know, his, his emotions were running 